to order. We'll start with a prayer and a pledge. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together tonight to do the work of the city. Help us to see the truth and operate in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I'm going to go a little slower tonight because Carla's absent. So we're going to do a roll call now. Mr. Powell? Here. Mr. Bronner? Here. Mr. Bishop? Here. Mr. Boehner? Here. Mr. Tommen? Here. Mrs. Kroger? Here. Mrs. Adichico? Here. Seven present. We have a quorum for business and a quorum for legislation. Uh, we have no minutes to approve. Audience asking participation. Is there one? All right, Bob, you know the rules, so I'm going to skip reading the rules. Five minutes, go. Bob Ashbrock, 221 Walnut Street, Reading, Ohio. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, hearing me out this evening. I come to speak to you about an item that has been uh, certainly of concern to most Reading residents for many, many years, specifically the negative impacts created by um, uh, blocked railroad crossings and other issues associated with transportation infrastructure throughout the Mill Creek Valley. Uh, last year, a group that I'm affiliated with, the Mill Creek Collaborative, learned of a federal grant opportunity that could potentially provide funding to study solutions for those problems. Um, the, the group presented a, um, a resolution to council through the auspices of Hamilton County Planning and Development. Um, and this council was very uh, kind and generous and wise, I believe, to uh, support that resolution last year. This, while the event, while the action was unsuccessful last year, there was about 460 applicants for these federal funds nationally, and the top 70 were awarded. Um, the Hamlet County grant application was not, and yet I'm aware that there were, have been conversations with the county, excuse me, with the federal officials, debriefing after uh, the grant application was scored, and they've strongly encouraged reapplication this year and hinted at improvements that could be made that would make it more competitive. Um, so this evening, you're going to be presented with a resolution asking you to essentially uh, approve once again what you did last year. Uh, once more, there is no uh, out-of-pocket cost to the city of Reading, and while there would be no guarantee that funding again would be secured, and even if it is, there'd be no guarantee, I suppose, that there'd be um, uh, a solution forthcoming. Uh, I, I think it's in our very best interest to pursue all these things. Uh, the train situation is not getting any better with uh, trains being made longer and longer. And some of you may be unaware that uh, ODOT 15 years ago announced that the uh, Reading uh, exit, the exit 12 serving the, uh, the Reading and Lachlan area, both northbound and southbound, would eventually be closed at the time that uh, the I-75 through the valley is completed in this area. So it's important that uh, we prepare for our citizens alternate ways to ensure a free access to highway both for our personal convenience and also for the benefit of the business community that relies so heavily upon that 
So I would again urge your support for this, and with that, I thank you. Thank you, Bob. You left two minutes on the clock. All right, no others. There are 50 seats set up in this room, one person speaking. We need more. All right, uh, reading of communications, there are none. Guest speakers, there are none. Executive session, none scheduled. Guest administrative reports, Mayor Bemis. Yeah, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, first tonight, please call our police when you see any suspicious or illegal activity and report any vandalism Im immediately. You know, all of our departments here need your help um, in any way. We encourage that, and, and we're thankful when people do get a hold of us and, and report things to us. Our excellent schools are open, so please slow down as you drive and keep your eyes open for pedestrians, especially our young students. Uh, please call our police when you witness any speeding or reckless driving, as catching drivers in the act is the way to correct this dangerous problem. Every year as our schools open, we experience traffic issues that, as best as possible, resolve themselves as everyone figures out how to make things better. Every year we in increase our police presence in our school zones and offer our input to our schools as to how things can be adjusted to ease traffic congestion. I know several years ago when Reading schools open, Again, we had our safety and services director, our police chief, our fire chief, several members of public works there. And the same was true for the Classical Academy last year. They're up, all of them were up there several days, again, to offer suggestions. And our schools have always been uh, very uh, receptive to our, our suggestions. But anyway, our traffic study for Seventhaler and Dorian is in progress. In the Classical Academy, I talked to the school's principal last week. They're having their own independent traffic study, and it's going to be done very soon. He was hopeful in the next three to four weeks. Now, these studies will give us, as a city and the Classical Academy, a better idea as to what is feasible to ease tra traffic problems now and what is possible or not possible going forward. Patrick Ross and I have communicated with the Classical Academy's parents, school secretary, head of school multiple times and we'll keep uh, an open door of communication with them as, as we do with all our schools. And again, we encourage all of our residents, you know, please call us anytime. You know, I apologize to any of the residents up on Siebenthaler who, for whatever reason, didn't think we followed through on, on some of their concerns and issues, but we did. Um, you know, and, and you know, one of the things is, is again, they haven't purchased the property yet. They haven't come here with detailed plans. You know, there's a lot of things that simply cannot happen at this point. But again, we'll, we'll keep open communication as best we can with everybody. Our farmer's market is open every Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. at the corner of Vine Street and Reading Road. Um, it's down to its last couple weeks. I think the last Friday is September 29th. It's, it's an awesome farmer's market. A lot of awesome things. Uh, Columbia Avenue, Maple Drive, and Furman Road will each be paved in 2024. We had hoped to have uh, Columbia Avenue and Furman paved this year, uh, but with contractors being too busy to get to them till very late in the fall, uh, it just isn't a very good time to blacktop, so we'll get better results as we wait for next spring. Um, goodness gracious. Um, we have applied for funding 
for next round of sort of transit infrastructure, fund grants for Landy Lane and Keller Avenue. I think in the last uh, 18, 19 years, over 50 major road projects have been completed, and most of them with millions upon millions of dollars in grants. But anyway, uh, again, we were awarded 265,000 to repave Columbia Avenue from Reading Road to Lachlan in the first round of this grant opportunity. So I think it's late in November uh, when we'll find out if we get Landy Lane, Kaler Avenue. Um, we will have a grand opening for our designated outdoor refreshment area um, this Friday, September 8th. I wanna thank our Chamber of Com Commerce, our Reading Bridal District, Linda Fitzgerald, Patrick Ross, Susan Slavey, our Public Works Department, um, really our Police Chief and Fire Chief were so involved. But anyway, uh, the door cups are in, the signs are up, and the door is in effect from noon until 10 p.m. daily. Uh, our Reading Bridal District's Fall in Love event will be on September 14th, so that's next week. Benson Street will be closed that day, September 14th. Um, from Reading Road to Walkendorf from 5 p.m. to 5 p.m. till 10 p.m. Anyway, always a great event. And again, our Reading Bridal District's incredible, the largest bridal district in the, in the United States, as far as I know, that's what I've been told. Um, our Lady of the Valley September Fest will be September 16th and 17th uh, with food, fun, and games for all. Always an excellent festival there. Uh, the fundraising for the Hilltop Basketball Court reno renovation in honor of Chad Richmond is ongoing and, and they need some more money. They're hoping to start that project in October. Um, our skip application, and again, we find out in late November, uh, that's when those are awarded. Uh, for this round, we applied for Burkhart, Harvest Lane, uh, and for the Hunt Road landslide. Um, in any way, hopefully we'll do well with those. Um, I get to a lot of athletic events up at the stadium. I want to thank Pat and Tracy Orman, our Reading Youth Football um, Organization, uh, Reading Schools volunteers. They've done an incredible job of cleaning up the stadium after each and every event. You know, I noticed with Reading Youth Football, all the coaches stayed, you know, after a long day for, for those people and, and keep it good and clean. Um, also, please call me anytime, 513. 509-8619 with any questions, comments, or concerns. For me. I saw uh, Mr. Boehner's hand first. Then. Go ahead, Mr. Boehner. Uh, Bo, there seems to be uh, an ongoing problem at the Classic Academy. One of the neighbors said something to me last Friday, and I witnessed myself again today, um, mainly at uh, departure times. I don't know if the buses are new, but you know where my house is. Mm -hmm. The buses are going left of center to the school. And now they got cars following. So we got two-way traffic going into the school, which means nobody can get out. Or, God forbid, somebody doesn't hit somebody. <clears throat> but what happens then, once the buses go past there, then you've got an extremely long line of traffic trying to get out. of the, It's really disrupting traffic. I don't know when how that started, but some school bus driver thought it was a good idea to go around everybody. And it's gotten worse each day. Uh, it's usually backed up. Not so bad in the morning. I mean, some of the, one person let me out last week on Thursday. I left early. They let me out, and I got out no problem at all. So at least the communication's getting there. But the bus drivers, I don't think they're getting the message um, about you need to stay on the northbound side, not go over on the southbound side. 
Well, Bob, once again, you know, as, as I said already, it's nice when people make that call immediately yeah. to our police department. You know, I, I know last year at the beginning of school year, um, you know, because again of trouble for people getting up and down, um, you know, we removed parking on the one side. You know as well as I did, it was highly unpopular. You know, it, it was the one suggestion I got from the school principal down there that would be very, very helpful because again, as you get down to the bottom of Siebenthaler, it gets narrower and with a couple parked vehicles, it causes a bottleneck. Um, but anyway, you know something, they got a call immediately when anybody does anything well, illegal. It's, it's, last year when the, the signs were taken down, I walked down there at 7.30 in the morning, that following morning, Tuesday morning, and obviously the parents all knew there was no parking on the east side. So the speed was astronomical coming over that hill nobody could get out because they knew nobody was parked over there um, now i know that two of the neighbors down on that end who have construction projects happening over the next couple months so there's going to be vehicles parked on that side which is going to be a problem for everybody involved but he can't stop the construction his driveway or whatever he's got going on um, but you know, i didn't call the school when i saw this today i figured if it happens again i'll call chief Eddins and see they can't look into what the problem is because I don't know why the school buses decide they're more important than the, the parents taking the kids to school doesn't make sense to me but uh, well, chief Eddins this morning in staff meeting you know I asked him how traffic was he said it was getting better that he hadn't heard complaints but again if there are uh, I mean well, he, I don't think he would know I mean he hasn't been up there and no one else the police the police department I'm aware of has been up there well they've school start okay they've been up there so hey, that's that's what I've been told. I'm, I don't think they've ever come to a staff meeting to mislead me. Um, well, they might come there after school starts or after during the middle of the day with there's no traffic at all. On the but Bob, you know, maybe and we even thought last year, maybe even for just a couple hours, because again, with, with no parking in a lane, it adds another lane. And, you know, that that was our worry when people called the first several days of school last year. We wouldn't be able to get ambulances down here. And you know something, we thought if there was no parking, people could move over. Well, actually, if, if someone is parked on the east side of the street, you can make two-way traffic if you're going 20 miles an hour, which is the, the preferred school limit, school speed limit sign. But where the school speed limit sign is on the very first block when you come off Hunt Road, by the time I hit my house, they're, they're, most of them are going faster than that anyway. And that speed trail approved that last year. If they're doing less than 20 miles an hour, they can get by somebody parked on each side, even an ambulance for that matter. Uh, but, you know. Well, once again, it falls going well. But again, we're having a traffic study done this week. Yeah. You know, for specifically to see what you know, things we can do differently, what things we can change, you know, how much they might cost if we decide to go that route. So you all will be a part of that conversation. And within three weeks from what I was told by the Classical Academy, they're going to do their own. And they're going, going to do their own because they too are interested. They don't want to cause, cause traffic problems. Yeah. Number one, as I said at the very beginning, every single year, when, when we had Central School, the people from uh, Bonnell were calling right off the bat in surrounding areas. Sanborn in Leelano and Pompano were calling from Hilltop. Every school, MND sometimes <coughs> is unbelievable when that leaves out. But they, then again, anybody that's ever been on Cooper Road, as, as Sycamore schools get out, right. my brother Tom was part of Lakota schools for a while. There are traffic jams at all of them. 
or traffic inconveniences, I should say, at certain times. But anyway, people got a call. Hey, we'll all keep working, you know, in hopes of being able to keep an outstanding school. And, and again, to, to protect our residents and, and make things as convenient as, as is possible. But already, from what I've heard, things are better even after one week. Uh, you know, the police chief has always told me, give it two weeks in most schools. People learn when to leave that might be helpful, when not to leave that might be helpful, or, you know, people carpool. Um, so there's a, a long way to go with that. And, and you know, the traffic studies might tell the Classical Academy that the K through 12 might not be possible up there. So we all got to be patient, let them go through the well, studies. They, they're up to 600 this year because of seventh grade. They project to go up to 750 next year. So it's each year is getting worse and worse. I, I personally don't think there's any way in the world they're going to get 1,300 kids in that place. Now, I know that some of the people in the Finance Committee have got some ideas. They're trying to get our styles to sit down with, with the Class Academy and maybe look at St. Rita's as a place to put the high school mm -hmm. because it'd be close, because there's just not enough room or access on our street to get 1,300 kids in and out of that school and still be able to service someone if they have a paramedic run or fire to run or something happens at school. I mean, with 1,300 kids, you're doubling the number they got right now, and that's just, that's unheard of. Well, hey, again, it's a heavy concern to us because you know what happens and who gets the calls when there's traffic congestion? Right here. And so, you know, we try to alleviate them as best as we possibly can, each and every one of our departments. You know, and when Reading's new school opened, you know, I thought it was going to be a traffic nightmare for years to come. And, you know, we had our chief electrician go up and alter the lights as best he could. You know, we had the schools work together to stagger starting times because all of a sudden, you know, I, I was up there when my wife was there uh, when grades 9 through 12 were, were there be tra traffic congestion. Next thing you know, they're going pre-K through 12. And it's worked out far better than any of us ever thought. You know, I think there are people just chomping at the bit to chop my head off over it. And, you know, it wasn't my decision to allow it to happen. Just like there, the school had every right to build that building. And they were made to uh, abide by all zoning and, and building requirements. So anyway, and that's, if the academy moves forward, we'll make sure that happens. It's zoned for a school. And uh, anybody that tells people that we can tell them that they can't locate there I, I have been told something different than what I've been told. Well, I don't think anybody's ever told them that. It's just, I think the discussion is always, there's not enough room on that property and access an exit for 1,300 kids. Okay. That, that's, that's the point. That's the point. Well, and that's the point of the signs in all nine yards. I mean, there's signs going up all over. Signs were stolen last week. They caught the guy doing it because he's on a camera. You know, I, I, I don't know why they got to put the signs up because nobody's talking 1,300 kids yet. But we're talking two years away if they're going to do that. Now, that depends on the archdiocese and the classic and Arleigh and Valley getting together. We'll have to see how that shakes out. Absolutely. But, hey, any ideas are welcome. All ideas are welcome. So please call us with any. We've already looked into several from different people, and we'll, we'll keep working on it until we get it as best as it can be. Uh, question, Bo. Um, we had authorized a traffic study on Galbraith as well. Do we have a date for that as yet? or? You know something? I, I will get that date, okay. Tom. Yeah, I did not hear that. We, we 
talked about a lot of things here in, in uh, staff this morning, but that one wasn't one. Okay. You know, the classical academies was this week, and I, I will find out. I think I said, uh, actually, it was first Bronner, then Tom. Go ahead, Mr. Bronner. Bob, back to your original complaint about the buses. Yeah going around did you happen to get a, a bus company name off the no, side of the bus I, I or somebody we could contact just to by let the time they got around i couldn't see it i can almost guarantee you it's not peterman i think they may be on strike but. <laughs> i think it had a school name on it okay it's one yeah, of the I schools mean, so i mean yeah, that would be well, a simple I, solution i think bus company and let the bus is on strike right now but there's they told me the academy told me there's 65 kids come from Lakota just to seventh grade alone and they were going to try to put them on buses versus all the cars well that's all out the window while they're on strike so who knows Mr. Tom uh, Mr. Mayor I was just curious do we have an idea when uh, the repaving of Reading Road might begin well you know this morning again it has stopped because Duke Energy has to relocate some utilities and from what I heard today they were supposed to start two weeks ago and have not been there yet I got I got more information on that. I've, I've seen some guys out painting lines. I mean, for like well, gas lines, et cetera. But Pat, Pat Patrick said it'll still be paved this paved this year, but the contractor was delayed getting here to relocate some gas line, and they aren't going to be taking out the concrete. Reading roads can be more of a hump type thing, um, but hopefully the paving will be done by the end of. Uh, at least by the end of November, possibly as early as mid-November. And that's hopefully. That's hopefully, that, yeah. That's assuming Duke will get they done. Said, they said this year. That, so. Well, and again, the, the projected completion of that was the end of spring next year. So, you know, for those who think that we should start fining every day because they're running late, it's that's simply not happening. But we're in hopes. We are in hopes. But again, yeah. Duke today, through Patrick, said they were having trouble getting some of the things that they need to complete their part and so and again it's not a city of Reading project it is not yeah. you know this is a project to my understanding that started back with the Clean Air and Water Act in the 1970s federally mandated so it's worked its way to these type of projects and all we can do is help them best we can to get it done as quickly as they can Mr. Bishop thank you Mr. President uh, Mr. Mayor, a couple quick questions. Um, the traffic study that's being done, are those, is there a human involved in that uh, at, on site, or is that just equipment? That you know, does I the believe study? humans involved with it. So if the buses go down the wrong side of the street, will that be noted in the study? Oh, absolutely. There's going to be cameras. Okay. Yeah. They're, in fact, I think it's going to be 24-hour surveillance, if I remember reading that one right. So, you know, and from every which Great. direction, I don't think they included Carowan, but on Dorian going in and out both ways you, you know mean, you mean Car Carol Drive you know something I I think that the traffic study was focused on Dorian yeah, because Dor Dorian Siebenthaler is what that, that's where the exactly right yeah. they blocked the street and people can't get out of the street and right. then some of the parents park on Dorian and have their kids walk up Dorian so they try to leave and they can't get out either so it's just yeah it's a mess no I have one question on Reading Road paving. When are they going to add the, the big boulders to smooth out the road? The big boulders to, to smooth, smooth out, out the road. road? Yeah, that's pretty rough in there. Yeah, you know, some, 
Somebody teased us a couple weeks ago not to use that paving contractor again to finish the road, and we guaranteed them we would not use that, that paving contractor again. Okay. So. Now, I was told by somebody that the heat that we've been having lately with the humidity and everything has pushed some repaving projects back. Is that? Well, is that gonna... still we're waiting for Duke to relocate, so it really had, it, it may have if they were going to pave this last week or two. I don't know, but they didn't even have the opportunity to to do that they gotta wait for Duke to move utilities any other questions for the mayor oh by the way then Reading Road will be paved by city ordinance from curb to curb the length of the project sorry I thought I'd add that okay all right safety service director he's not here do you have a report for him no Patrick was uh, pretty well in with mine so <clears throat> Law director is not here, also no report. Treasurer is not here. She emailed a report. I don't have a copy She's of it to read. I'm sorry, <laughs> auditor. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You did email okay. your report though. No, go really, ahead. You're go fine. ahead, Brenda, sorry. Okay, so um, I have numbers for August and year to date. The total income tax collected in August was 532,692. And the breakdown is 34,271 in individual tax. 38,469 in business net profits, 459,951 in payroll withholding. The total collected for August of 2022 was 650,899. The total income tax collected in 2023 so far was $6,026,347. The breakdown is 983,459 in individual tax, 592,188 in business net profits, and 4,450,699 in payroll withholding. The total collected up to August in 2022 was 6,434,536. As of now, we are running 6.3% behind 2022. And I have to state, um, as I've stated the last few months, that it's really tough to compare 2023 to 2022 with the extraordinary net profits payments we had last year. Um, if you look at 2023 against 2021 and 2020, we're running ahead. And or if you take out some of those payments, we're we're running ahead. And that's all I have. That's awesome to know. Thanks. Any questions for? Go ahead. Just kind of taking a look at this, uh, the payroll withholding is up eight tenths. Individual uh, residents is up three tenths. So the growth seems, I don't know, pretty anemic. I mean, it's be obviously better than a loss, but do you feel that inflation is causing that or do you have any feel for what might be the cause of that? No, um, I, I, I really don't. Yeah, because we what budgeted about a three percent growth this year when we did our budget. So that that's the only thing I'm concerned about is that the yeah the number here we're approaching the uh, what are we middle of the middle of the third quarter and we're. You know, it's it's got me a little nervous. So. We we do still have extended tax day coming in October. I okay. I don't know how much like if like what percentage 
they think would still be filing, but there is still that. And Okay. All right. Thank you. Any further questions for the treasurer? Again, sorry. Myers jump line. A little dyslexia going on there. All right. Now, the auditor is not here. She did email a report, which I... I'm not going to read unless somebody really wants to read it. Nope. Okay. We'll move on. We'll just include it in the uh, in the minutes. Committee of Council reports. Uh, finance, Mr. Bronner. Thank you, Mr. President. <clears throat> Under finance, I'd like to report the costs associated with the three pending traffic studies that we've all been hearing so much about here tonight. The study at the intersection of Siebenthaler and Dorian will cost $2,070. The fee for the study on Galbraith Road west of Harvest Lane and east of Ridge Point Court is $3,500, and the study at Reading Road and Columbia will cost $2,300. I would also like to report that Sabrina transferred $2 million from the 220 City Earnings Tax Fund to the 101 General Fund. Balances in each fund before the transfer were $6,615,611.54 in the 202 fund and a negative $246,634.92 in the 101 fund. Lastly, I would like to announce that we are having a Finance Committee meeting this Thursday, September 7th, Council Chambers at 7 o'clock. That's all, Mr. President. It, that's this Thursday. It is. That's so. Did you mention that in a previous meeting somewhere? Uh, I sent an email to all uh, involved parties and have got responses. Yes. He, did, he did match that last meeting. Though. Okay. Very good. Because due notice has to go out to the public. So, all right. Yeah. So uh, this Thursday, September seventh, at seven o'clock. Yes. Here. Okay. Any questions for Mr. Bronner? Nope. Moving on, utilities, lands, and building, buildings, Mr. Bishop. I have no report tonight, Mr. President. Zoning, planning, and environment, Mr. Powell. Thank you, Mr. President. Short-term rental companies such as Airbnb have listings in our community, and our current zoning code could potentially use some additions and clarifications to address them. I spent some time researching the matter and would like to schedule a committee meeting for the first part of next month to discuss short-term rentals and the need to potentially regulate them. Uh, I don't want to schedule the meeting at this time. Maybe look at scheduling it next uh, Tuesday. So members of my committee, uh, Mr. Tomlin and Mrs. Edichico, mm -hmm. if we could uh, maybe by next meeting, just look at your availability in October and we can see about uh, scheduling the meeting and then uh, I will hopefully by next meeting have some information printed out for you guys to review and start kind of pondering and you know see see which way we may potentially want to go on this so that is all I have any questions for Mr. Powell okay moving on laws and contracts Mrs. Edichico thank you Mr. President Bo pretty much covered most of my report tonight but uh yes uh the door signs are up and the cups are in um permit holders can now purchase the cups from the city for a dollar each this also means that the door is now in effect and as Bo said the kickoff is friday september 8th and the local establishments who are participating invite everyone 
who is of age to stop by and participate. Uh, that's all I have for my report, but I do have a couple things for other business. Okay. Any questions for Mrs. Adachico? All right. Public Health and Safety, Mrs. Kroger. Thank you, Mr. President. For the month of August, the police department um, calls for service. They had 1,153. They had 23 auto accidents, 149 booking of original charges, and 202 total criminal charges. And there was a total of 202 citations. The fire department's run count for August, EMS responses was 225. Fire responses was 37 for a total of 262. For the month of August, there were theft of packages, license plates, property from a storage unit, and vehicles. There were several OVIs. There were arrests for drug paraphernalia, domestic violence, and assault. This is a reminder that if you have an emergency, please dial 911. If you have a non-emergent issue, please call the county non-emergency line, and that number is 513-825. 2280. Then the fire department attended the National Night Out, which was a great event. And the members um, attended the Amberley Village Ice Cream Social. Medics provided coverage for the Reading High School football games, and the department provided CPR training for St. Paul Lutheran and Cincinnati Classical Academy. Incredible how busy our departments are. Okay, any questions for Ms. Shelley? What's that, that police um, off? Non-emergency number again. 513-825-2280. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, any other questions for Mrs. Kroger? I've got one. Um, back in, I think it was in February, uh, we had the whole East Palestine derailment that killed a whole bunch of critters, probably some people too. Um, I asked at the time if uh, we had plans in place Police and fire service um, that would address such a, an event. Is there any progress on that? Do we have a copy of that somewhere? I, I don't think there is a written. There could be. I don't have a copy of a written one. And I did get a, um, in contact with both our fire chief and Lachlan's fire chief. Um, and basically, to sum it up, is what they told us is they would be there to secure the scene, and then they'll call in hazmat and federal agencies and they take it from there okay do you find that sufficient i mean it's federal property or it's railroad property yeah, railroad property yeah but as best as possible i find it very efficient this is something these guys think about all day every day and have for many many years many many years all right and i i do know that lachlan's fire department was putting together a list of placards that they saw coming through so I I don't know if that's completed or what the status is but I know they have been working on that for quite some quite a few months I think mr. Powell brought that up way back then he's actually correct if you look at those numbers if you look them up in uh, the CAS which I forget what it stands for but there that's a code that mm -hmm. says what that chemical is um, you can find out how bad some of that stuff is coming through mm -hmm. um, and it might not make you real happy all right, moving on, uh, service, Mr. Boehner. Thank you, Mr. President. The uh, city crew's been out patching potholes in the streets. Mulcher's been out collecting branches. The backhoe's out cleaning catch basins. City crew's been doing a lot of uh, tree and brush trimming on the city parks. 
City crew laid out soccer field at Bonnell and Hawker Avenue, then painted along with painting the practice football field. City crews have been repairing catch basins throughout the city. Um, city crews repaired a water leak and blue ash on Waxwing, 9500 block, and then repaired the roadway. Some people think, well, why are we doing in blue ash? Well, people in uh, blue ash on Waxwing, Labilla, and Blue Wing are all part of Reading, they're on Reading City water. We take care of that section. City crews repaired a roof drain at City Hall that was leaking into the storage area in the auditor's office. Uh, city crews put up a new door signage at West Benson Street. City crews have been painting all the soccer and football fields in the city. City performed two water digs up Sanborn Court, Lenore Drive, and city crew repaired a water drain, uh, under drain at Petworth Court. And one last reminder, service committee meeting next Tuesday at 7 p.m. A couple times we've had uh, Mr. Uh, Courtney and um, his people will be here to give us information about adding two police, uh, um, two more service members. And Bo, I'd ask you and Patrick to be there. Can you put that on your schedule? Thank you very much. And Bob, quick yep. question. Um, when they're checking for the lead pipes, they are digging up part of a yard, correct? Because I've had a few people ask me that they've come home and there's been part of the yard dug I've, up. I've seen them do that. And it, it's it's like a, it's a high pressure power washer line yeah. with a vacuum. So it, it's a hole about that big that okay. they, they bore down to the all the way to the pipe so they can get a visual on it mm -hmm. so yeah th they do take some dirt out of an area and it's not a it's not a big yeah it's area. not i think it's just good to explain to people because i've had right. people contact me well, that, from what i understand they have to have a visual uh, that's what the state requires now mm -hmm. they can't just go by what somebody remembers 20 40 50 years ago uh but that that's the new equipment we bought last mm -hmm. year, I think, to make that easier for them to identify where the lead water lines are. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's very important that we're doing this. Just yeah. to, wanted to explain to people that that's what you might see in your yard. Yeah, they've got the new equipment with the trailer, the, the vac, the, the power washer, and then right behind it is a dump truck full of dirt. So they're making the hole, identifying the line, filling the hole in immediately, and then they go on to the next one, pick the cones up as they go, so. I think they refer to it as hydro-excavating. If I remember right, they take a nick sample, drop it in a you know, chemically tested or anything, or just visual. The visual. The visual of the pipe. Okay. If you can't tell the visual between a copper and lead pipe, you should be in the water business. No. <laughs> but lead and and um, steel pipe look very similar at that depth. Yeah, but the shouldn't be any steel. They know where the water line is. Daryl, Dwight, they know where the water line is, and that's why they go right where the water line is. They don't, uh, they don't go down where the gas line is or the sewer drain or anything like that. They go where the water line is. Right, but I'm saying the difference between lead and steel pipe. If somebody ran steel pipe, I've seen this done, by the way. So I'm not just making this up. Well, I know, I know but uh, people uh, do all kinds of. I can, I can virtually say there, there's not any steel water pipes in the city. Okay. Well, the rest of by now. All right. Uh, any, I got a question, Mr. Bronner. Yeah. Bob, under yep. service. A couple issues came up from our uh, some of the maintenance staff down at the Our Lady of Valley Church. Yeah. They're asking about one of their their aprons onto uh, Vine Street. I guess their their concrete's kind of getting broken up, but the road is as well. 
I mentioned to them that they would be responsible for the apron, but the city would patch the road back in. Right. Is, is that pretty much how things? Yeah. I mean, if, well, Daryl Courtney left staff meeting today to meet with Kerry Otten. Okay. And I didn't hear the results of that, but he immediately went there. And then so. the other one was the curbs around there, too. I, I think there were some curbs they had deteriorating, and I think that is a city yeah. responsibility for curbs. Again, so. Daryl was going to go down and clarify okay. that. Perfect. Gary wanted to know again, yeah, were the church's responsibility and the city's responsibility. So they've contacted everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Have a question? Do they do the crews periodically do a visual inspection of the streets? As like up in Westcrest, a number of people have asked me about the uh, the condition. There's some holes up there, and whatnot. Well, I, I will tell you, Daryl Courtney drives this entire city at least once every two to three days. Yep. There's nothing he doesn't miss on the street. Now there might be potholes. There might be things that they can take care of. But in a lot of in some cases, like the one in Westcrest. That's a long-term issue that probably won't show up on our paving list until uh, it becomes bad enough to score high enough on points. And they uh, could be underneath cars when they're parked too. So it could be. Yeah, happens. Yeah. Right, cars are parked over. You can't see it. But Daryl relays the same thing to us, Mark. He's he's up and down every road just about every day. Yeah, I've suggested there's specific things to call them in. Yeah. Right. Um, well, they say if you, if you see something, call. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, that's, that's the easiest way to take care of it. Anything else for Mr. Bishop? Or, sorry, Mr. Boehner? You know, the other you thing. Two sit, you two sit too close to each other. Have <laughs> you keep it up. We, we, need, we need to shuffle this deck a little bit here. All right, if I could, you know, if, if you call City Hall with a pothole, uh, Patrick will bring it up on his computer and zero right in on it. You know, pinpoint exactly where, that, it's, where it's at, how deep it is. So okay. it's very helpful for people to call. Okay, uh, recreation, Mr. Thomas. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, despite the recent heat wave, I want to remind everyone that the pool is closed for the winter. Again, we don't have, all of our employees have returned to school uh, is the reason. We also had a, a leak to the kiddie pool this year, which the city crew is uh, studying right now. Hopefully uh, we might be able to get fixing that here shortly. Uh, last week, the city purchased new park benches for Kennick Park to replace the old dilapidated ones around the playground equipment. So that should be a nice upgrade for us in the near future here. Uh, if you want to mark your calendars in advance, Halloween trick-or-treating will be on October 31st from 6 to 8 p.m. And our holiday walk on Benson Street will be Saturday, December 2nd. Thank you. That's it? Okay. Any questions for Mr. Tommen? Thought you were going to go all into Christmas and such. No? Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. We have other business. Mrs. Edichico, you said you had an other business. Yeah, just a couple things. Um, the first thing that I wanted to bring up was the issue of tractor trailers driving up and down Columbia, the, the hill. Um, I've been contacted by a couple people, and I've seen it myself. Uh, this is an ongoing issue. I know this was discussed a few years ago before the change in council, so I don't think anything was ever kind of came of that. I know um, Randy had talked about looking at a sign at the Cross County Ronald Reagan exit, but the issue is um, that trucks need to get to the schools to deliver food. So um, I think that was uh, kind of where it stalled right there, but I know 
um, once they get so far down on Columbia, there's really no place for them to turn around. And um, I know there's been issues with accidents and telephone poles getting hit and cars getting hit. I've, I've seen a truck trying to make it up that hill and uh, I've seen one jackknifed at the top of the hill trying to make that bend. So, and it is very dangerous, especially for, you know, the kids walk in and, and the people who live in the area. Um, and then one of the things that I was told is a lot of these truck drivers are just following their GPS through the area. And um, I did talk to someone who said that there is a link on Google Maps that will take you to a form you can fill out and you can change the status of a roadway or something. Um, and it'll take about 30 days for them to review. Um, and then that won't come up on the truck's GPS anymore. Um, but I'm not sure which committee. I wanted to kind of recommend this if it would be service or public health and safety. Uh, this is an ongoing problem going back to 2008. Oh, yeah. And I called I the state. I called the county mm -hmm. multiple times. They need to put a sign across County Ridge Road. No trucks this exit on both, both east and west. Yeah. Trucks ought to have to go down all the way to Galbraith Road. You know, I'm sorry that the Mueller still runs their trucks down Benson Street. That's not really legal either. That's that's what we discussed doing. Um, but like I said, the issue is I know there's a Cisco truck that delivers food to Redding's school, and I believe there's one that delivers to Mount Dame. So we were trying to, we were talking about a way to kind of alleviate that the truck's going down the hill, but so that they can also get access to the schools. Well, they can still get access to schools. They just when they go to leave, they need to go back to back. Cross County. That's all. Right. But it, whenever I see one, I call the police department. It's a hundred thirty dollar fine. Mm -hmm. Tractor trailer. I mean, the police will act quickly, especially on Columbia after all the accidents <laughs> we've had on Columbia. Yeah. They shouldn't be on Benson either. Right. Yeah. So if there's a way, like I said, if uh, I mean that sounds like a pretty simple. Well, you would think, but it, it's been 25 years and they, they haven't acted yet. Yeah, but to change that on Google Maps so that if oh, they're that, that, the GPS. That, well, here, here's the whole story there. There's a lot of truck drivers that are foreign people. Mm -hmm. They don't speak the English language. They buy cheap GPSs. They don't buy the truck GPSs will tell them where they can't go and where they should go. The cheap GPSs do not tell them they get off that exit. That's a $130 ticket going down the hill. Mm -hmm. The regular GPS truck tell them do not get off that exit because you're going to get fined 130 dollars going over Columbia. Now, there's a lot. My wife deals with the truck drivers all the time. Mm -hmm. A lot of foreign, Russian, Eastern European. They don't understand English, so they buy the cheapest one they can get their hands on, and that's where we, you know, you talk to Evendale. They, you know, the trucks going down Glendale Milford. Right. They write tickets all day long going up and down there with the same problem. Seeing we write tickets, and again, it's why it's part of every report of mine. If you see somebody doing some illegal activity, call the yeah. police immediately. I just didn't know if this is something that a committee wanted to look at. Yeah. There, there's already a sign up right in front of Reading High School, no trucks. And that's but unfortunately, what I, by that time, yeah. what's a guy going to do? Right, right. there's no place to turn around. You can't turn around. I mean, you can't pull into Reading High School and turn around. No. Uh, that's why you see them get down Benson sometimes. Mm -hmm if they see the sign well if you, you can know about that problem GPS started system. long before 2008 2000 or what 1974 a truck came down there lost his brakes and killed a person at right, the intersection right, of right. Reading road and we Redding tried road. we tried back then and we just couldn't get anybody to step forward i don't know why they will not put a no parking no exit 
truck, no exits on yeah. Ridge Road either direction. Because that's what Reading Road is all about. Reading Road's a truck route. Right. I don't know why they won't do that. What's preventing us from doing it? That's a, sta that's a state highway, county highway. We can't put it signs up there. In fact, last year when we had all that traffic backing up, when Hunt Road was closed, they put the sign up saying, uh, going west on Cross County, slow down because it, the exit on Ridge Road is right around the bend. And you get all these young people doing Notre Dame Reading, they're backed up on Cross County and they come around the bend, people are stopped. They put a sign up, which is still there, by the way. A year later, that sign's still there, but that was put up by the county. We can't put up a sign there. We can't put signs Can up on the Can we put one highway. at the exit? Huh? Can we put one at the exit? We can't put one at the exit. It has to come to the county okay. or the state. Well, it sounds like if there's a way to alter the GPS system to take away the recommendation to go down that hill, it would right. even take it away from the, the cheap GPSs. Right. right. It's pretty right. universal so, nowadays. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it, it, it's it's good. A responsible truck driver will do what you said, but most of these guys are not responsible. They're, all they do is get one point as quickly from one point to another point. That's what they get paid for. They don't care about anything else. Right. But, I mean, it could be something worth looking into. But the second issue that I have, um, I get asked about this a lot. I'm sure everybody here does, is the rallies building. Um, and just, I, I don't know if this is for Bo, probably more so Patrick or I don't know uh, Dave if you guys would know when it's supposed to be coming down or what the status is because I think they're uh, aren't they on a time limit that's quickly approaching once I believe that is the clock starts ticking once the closing occurs okay so it hasn't closed yet no they're still doing my knowledge it has not okay. no still in due diligence hopefully by November of the last I heard the same thing and then like okay. Dave said then the clock starts ticking and what what do they have 60 days to get it down something I'd, there's a specified I'd have to review yeah. some notes before I could speak months. on that but yeah. Linda Fitzgerald would, is the one okay to that and it's been a few weeks but the clock starts ticking when they close and I think they only have uh, another month or so to get to that point yeah because I thought that was kind of on a timetable too to yeah. kind of get all that yes okay. yeah, absolutely it's all right, that's all I have for that. Okay, Mr. Powell. I believe uh, you guys probably received this email as well from uh, Hamilton County Public Health about some mini grants, and they're they're due. The application is due October the second. Off the top of my head, I could not think of anything off the top of my head, but you know, maybe it, put it put it in the back of your mind and think about it and maybe we could see about trying to to get one of these so what is the purpose of it <clears throat> let's see it's about the COVID-19 yeah, pandemic to continue and, uh, to address and come out of the COVID-19 pandemic these funds can be utilized to support mitigation resiliency and or engagement strategies each jurisdiction and public school district are eligible to submit one application for a total funding amount of $35,000. So just with the tight turnaround of this, I wanted to bring it up this evening because uh, before that, you know, we only had one other scheduled meeting before it hits. So, you know, something for us and administration to be thinking of. So. Okay. 
There, there was a lot of the, there were several deliverables on that, and the total grant amount would be thirty-five thousand dollars, and you had to uh, for the deliverables uh, you had to develop an action plan outlining mitigation, school or community, and I think they both can apply separately. Right. So potentially, it could be seventy thousand, but there's a lot to do um, to get that far. So that there potentially be quite a bit of work and. Uh, paperwork involved to submit and you had to prove different uh, deliverables to them to get that money so if we're going to look into it it certainly take some committee work I think mm -hmm. if nothing else can anybody verify whether or not I was copied on this because Carla says she sent me the the uh, agenda for tonight but it's nowhere in my inbox it uh, if you were Dwight it came it came into mine I hit my inbox at Looks like about one thirty-seven this afternoon. So, if you don't have it, I'd be happy to forward no, it to okay. you. I just got a copy. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, I'll read that. <coughs> All right. Any other other business? Andy, yeah. is that something that your committee is going to look in on Thursday at your meeting? Or I didn't have it on the agenda, no. But um, you know, we could talk about it and see you know where we'd have to go from there. There's, it would be a lot to do. To be quite honest with you, um, yeah, I'd have to. You know, make a little spreadsheet and see where we can go from there. But for thirty-five thousand dollars, you might have more money in it, spending your time and effort just to get the money. To be quite honest, so I don't know. We'd have to see. Okay. And I would think, you know, with it kind of being a health thing, I, I wonder if uh, uh, consulting with the fire chief. I was going to forward it to him and ask him if if he knows of a need that would correct. fit this. So. Okay. Maybe school board members also got that email. It was weird how it was sent. It wasn't a group. It was, well, it would look like we were probably all blind carbon copied mm -hmm. on it, is what it looked like to me. So, interesting. Any other, other business? Okay. Moving on to the legislative session. We have reading of resolutions. Very first one a resolution. Of support for reconnecting for the reconnecting communities and neighborhoods RCN grant application by Hamilton County Planning and Development in partnership with First Suburbs Consortium of Southwest Ohio to secure funding for a planning study to identify ways and means of evaluating east to west mobility and connectivity problems in central Hamilton County discussion discussion mr. Bishop um, as Mr. Ashbrock said, uh, this resolution is, uh, um, addresses a grant re resubmission that we supported last year. It was uh, um, Resolution 2022-27R. Um, we, uh, the, the application they submitted scored the highest marks of a multi-jurisdictional application in the nation, uh, and they were encouraged to resubmit. Um, and uh, a lot of the other, all the other areas are participating in Lachlan, Arlington Heights, Lincoln Heights, Evendale. Uh, with the addition of uh, Sharonville. Um, the uh, grant is separate from the Tri-State Trails feasibility study that we talked about where they ask for money. This one does not include any ask for money, as he said. So. Very good. Motion to adopt a resolution. Second. So wait a minute, this is the first time we've seen it. Mm -hmm. So we need to have three readings unless you want to suspend the rules. Motion to suspend the rules. Do you want to change it? Do you want to withdraw your motion and change yeah, it? I'll withdraw a motion to suspend the rules of crime, second, third reading. Second. 
Okay, we have a motion to suspend the rules requiring the second and third reading by Mr. Boehner, second by Mr. Powell. Uh, we'll do a roll call. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tomlin? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. We have seven yes. The rules are suspended. Motion to adopt. Second. We have a motion to adopt by Mr. Powell and a second by Mr. Bishop. Uh, roll call vote. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tomlin? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. The ordinance is adopted. The, actually, sorry, the resolution is adopted. The resolution number is 2023-30R. Carla was kind enough to give me copies of each of these things, so as they all pass, we'll uh, get them marked. That's it for resolutions, reading of ordinances. First one, an ordinance to uh, an ordinance establishing salaries for the police chief, fire chief, and assistant fire chief. This ordinance supersedes and replaces ordinance numbers 2015-93 and 2018-18. Discussion. Discussion, Mrs. Edichico. Um, This is basically, well, I don't know if you want to go ahead in your committee, but um, just to explain what Patrick said that, um, um, hold on, I gotta find my place. So on duty, we will have uh, firefighter, paramedics, one lieutenant, one captain, um, and regular part-time members. It's something that Chief Owens has been working on for some time. And this also puts our department in line with other departments our size. Um, I know they want to get this on underway and um, get these filled. It doesn't have the emergency clause, but I would like to go ahead and make a motion to suspend the second and third reading so they can get this moving. Okay, is there a, a due date for this of any kind? No, but like no. she said, it the sooner. Knowing the de departments around Cincinnati, it's important to keep in line with them and their hiring. Okay, we have a motion by Mrs. Edichico to suspend the rules requiring a second and third reading. Second. The second by Mr. Bishop. Roll call vote. Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tomlin. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Edichico. Yes. Seven yes. The rules are suspended. Motion to adopt. Second. I'm going to give it to Mrs. Kroger. Motion to adopt by Mr. Bishop, a second by Mr. Uh, Mrs. Kroger. Uh, roll call vote. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tomlin? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichico? Yes. The ordinance is adopted. The ordinance number is 2023-31. Next one, an ordinance authorizing the upgrade of the mayor's court software. This is ad support, software ad support from the Baldwin Group and declaring an emergency. I'd like some discussion on the emergency if anybody has it. 
it's outdated equipment. I was going to say, I would imagine because we're a very busy mayor's court with outdated software. Um, I, I think software. we have a pass. It's got the emergency clause on it. Mr. Mr. President, yeah. Uh, yeah, this says it includes converting our existing tra existing training and annual maintenance and service uh, when updating the software. Uh, they researched multiple companies and believes this is the best choice for the Mayor's Court. Okay. And it also says that for people not out there not seeing the the ordinance, it's going to cost thirty five thousand to come out of their COVID relief fund. I don't have a problem with that. I'll make a motion. We suspend the, the rules requiring second, third reading. Second. Uh, discussion. Discussion. Can we have a motion on top of a motion? Because I think there the is kind a, of motion. I think there's a typographical error in the title. That's what I thought. So, in this case, yes, because it doesn't do it doesn't affect the suspension of the rules. So. I would like to make a motion to modify the title of the ordinance uh, between the word software and support to modify that from AD to AND. I'll second that. I, I see it now. So now you know why I read it funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, she always runs it, read things funny. I <laughs> okay, so we have a motion to make that nice little change that I think everybody knows is needed. Is there a second? Second. I second. So a second by Mr. Mr. Bishop. Motion by Mr. Powell. So uh, we'll do, we have to do a roll call on that, Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Bronner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Uh, Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tomlin. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Adichico. Yes. <clears throat> that change carries. change has been made now we have a hanging motion by mr boehner to suspend the rules for a second third reading mr boehner you have your hand up well, i just want to make sure you get the right name second. <laughs> <laughs> second, i'm mr brown <laughs> yeah there you go you... okay yes i did i did catch your your second for the suspension all right roll call mr powell yes mr bronner yes mr bishop yes mr boehner yes Mr. Tomlin? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Adichico? Yes. Seven yes, the suspension carries. Motion to adopt. Second. Second. Was that you, you on top? <laughs> and who was over here on the second? I heard, got two, okay. got, there, all right. <laughs> Motion by Mrs. 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 Adichico, second by Mr. Bishop to adopt the <coughs> ordinance. Roll call, Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Adichico? Yes. Seven yes. The ordinance is adopted. And that's 2023-32. One of these days I'm going to get a deck of seven cards and I'm just going <laughs> to shuffle and I'll call you by, like by whatever buzzers. order comes up. Yeah, we should install buzzers and red lights right. so we know who's who. All right, uh, third one, an ordinance authorizing the safety service director to purchase and install equipment and labor necessary to install security camera systems and declaring an emergency. Discussion. Discussion, mm -hmm. very good, thank you. 
Um, so in the ordinance, it says not uh, price not to exceed twenty nine thousand dollars. That was actually I had that break broken down by Patrick. Um, the uh, it's actually for two different parks. Koenig uh, came in at eighty nine hundred eighty nine fifty, and Voorhees came in at eighty six fifty um, for the the installation uh, of all the equipment from Dial One. Um, the addition additionally, there's about a sixty five hundred dollar cost of of for Alta Fiber to dig the trenches necessary to put the cables in the ground, um, uh, I think mostly over by, by Koenig. Um, but the city crews may do that. So that's why they did not to exceed because it's probably, the city crews will probably do it if they have time. And, uh, and then there might be some ancillary costs on top of that. So uh, hopefully they'll be able to do it uh, in-house. And we need the emergency for so they can get it done before the snow falls before the snow falls i'll make okay. a motion we suspend the rules according to second third reading second motion by mr boehner second by mrs kroger to suspend the rules requiring the second and third reading roll call mr powell yes mr bronner yes mr bishop yes mr boehner yes mr tommen yes uh mrs kroger yes mrs edichico yes Motion to adopt. Oh, there's a tie here. Okay, Mr. Bronner gets that one. And a second by Mr. Boehner, not Bishop. <laughs> Roll call again. Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Adichico? Yes. Seven yes to ordinance carries. That ordinance number is 2023. 33 last one an ordinance authorizing the treasurer to appoint an additional full-time deputy treasurer not to exceed one for the city of Reading Ohio and declaring an emergency discussion discussion mr. Bronner um, even though I believe this is something that we we certainly need and it's very important um, it does say declaring an emergency um, this if the sooner we hire somebody the sooner we can get them trained get them into the groove of the tax department before the tax season hits but I think it could wait until the next meeting to pass I would just like to leave this at a first reading we're gonna have some discussion about this at the Finance Committee meeting on Thursday and then uh, we can go from there Mrs. Owens, you agree? Yes. Okay. Everybody good with that? I'm good with that. First reading only. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. So that's it for ordinances. Miscellaneous business. Does anyone have any miscellaneous business? I, hold on. I do have miscellaneous <laughs> business. So I, I always give you guys. Council is first for miscellaneous business. Go ahead. Just one thing. I found an, there was an article in CD Beat about the uh, the Metro bus terminal or the the uh, bus Greyhounds bus terminal down there, where it talks about the uh, the Metro's increasing access to the terminal uh, with more routes uh, to be able to move people away from the terminal. That's a pretty good article. Okay. Any others? Okay. I have two items of miscellaneous business. So last meeting, I think it was, Mr. Bronner, I gave you a copy of Ordinance 224.04, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. And up to that point, you hadn't received any of those particular reports, correct? I have not. Those uh, figures that we 
talked about tonight have all been communicated through email, which is something I was going to have on the agenda for our meeting Thursday. We may do some some uh, amending to that. Okay. That ordinance. Uh, so, with, with that in mind, um, I have a question as to why council was not notified in July of last year for two payouts, one of $166,908.48. That would require an ordinance, and that's by Ohio law. And another one for $44,539.29 that would fall under Exhibit A under 224.04. Does anybody know why? What were the payouts in particular for, Dwight? The payouts were for something that was included in a, the law director's report from that month, which was the resolution of a lawsuit that okay. the city lost. So the argument that I hear is, well, the, uh, the judge said you have to do it. Okay, the judge said it. I don't dispute what the judge says. What I dispute is how it was handled here. So how was it handled? It does, I don't think it was handled. I think that goes to you. You don't think I was handled? I don't think it was handled properly. Okay. And how do you come about that? With Dave Stevenson sitting right here, you just said, and uh, he, he uh, was here. 224.04. Yeah. You can have that copy. I'll make uh, I, I give that to Dave if you don't think it was handled properly, my friend. Uh, he can have it too. Yeah, give it to Dave. He, he actually sent me this information. I think right Dave here. was right here when that all happened. and. Yeah. I think it went very smoothly so, and correctly. So it went smoothly and correctly, but we still don't know how $196,000 was paid and it wasn't notified to the chairman of the finance committee. You don't know how it was paid? We don't know how it was paid. Okay. Because there was no ordinance on the floor for it, so it wasn't paid that way. The finance chairman wasn't notified of it. What was that? How was it paid? Was that back salary? Yes. That'd be something that would have to. Right, sure Sabrina I mean, would probably have some information on that too. Pay out salaries. Yeah. Uh, every month. Yeah, I think so when something like that happens, that it accumulates as time goes by. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not paying somebody, if they're, you know, on administrative leave or on a contested type of leave, I think that accumulates. It's money we can't spend on anything else. It's encumbered. It, it belongs to that person if they win and don't if they don't. And I believe Dave explained all that. So we'll go back to Dave with that. We'll, okay, we will go back to Dave with that. We'll Absolutely. that for the next time he's here. Absolutely. All right. Uh, the other thing that I have for miscellaneous business, probably many of you people have heard that uh, the CDC is trying to go back with mask mandates. I will reiterate what I said in December. Masks don't work because the hole is... 21 times the diameter of the stupid virus and I did the whole hula hoop and the golf ball trick all right which I couldn't throw the golf ball because of the wiffle golf ball but you'll remember that little bitty golf ball great big hula hoop doesn't work so whatever the CDC says they can pound sand we're not doing it here uh, if you want to wear a mask go right ahead I'm not doing it and I don't expect anyone else to that's all I got motion to adjourn second thank you you. Motion to adjourn by Mr. Bronner, second by Mrs. Kroger. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed?
All right, we're adjourned. Everybody have a good night. <laughs>